0: Shalom, everybody. We're continuing where we left off in Rav Nosen's amazing prayer, prayer number 19 in Likutei Tfilot, based on Likutei Moran lesson 19. Um, we're skipping the addendum added by the Cherner Rav from a book called Tfilot VeTachanunim, since it's part of the actual lesson in the Moran, but in the order that it appears in the Moran itself, in sections four and five, which is what we're in the middle of on the, the concept of targum, so it's not so directly related there. For some reason, the Chernerov added it in the middle of these paragraphs. So, because our goal is to focus on the concept of targum, so we're just going to skip the paragraph ed- added by the cherenarav, which deals with the of heaven. Not that chassad shalom of heaven is not the topic, but we want to lose track in the context of 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 Lesson 19, and the flow as it relates to the concept of Aramaic. So we're continuing in the Standard Editions of the 50th Gate by the Breslov Research Institute, Volume 1. It's on page 514, 514, and there's English translation on 515. So at this point now, Rav Nossin, he's going, like we said, with the flow of the Lesson. Look what he says now. let me merit Hashem in your abundant compassion kol chamimuti shel lashon after speaking about rectified speech Narav goes to the next stage of how rectified speech can help to cool down burning passion so again, let me merit with your abundant compassion to cool off all heat I have when he says heat it's mainly referring to sexual heat, sexual excitement when it's forbidden. For example, when a man thinks sexual thoughts during the day, in Torah, according to the Torah, that's forbidden because the thoughts a man ponders upon in the day afterwards are influencing his dreams. So especially when a man has forbidden thoughts, so like we said many times in the past, the Klippa known as Lamed Yud, Lamed Yud Tav, we don't say her name, she uses the memories of these forbidden thoughts etched in the subconscious of man, and God forbid she can use it to heat up a man while sleeping and have a nocturnal emission for the purpose of stealing all the sparks of the holy souls that are emitted in vain. So, we have to counter that. So, a man is not perfect. A man is tested with constant temptations at a forbidden time. When a man shouldn't be thinking about thoughts, he sees something which is forbidden to see. Or he just ponders on thoughts because whatever reason, he's not feeling well, he's feeling out of it, depressed, whatever. So it's called heating heating up. And here, Rabbi Nachman in the lesson teaches that it's possible to cool down the heat in a different manner. There's God forbid two ways to cool down the heat. Or to have an emission... The word for mission in Hebrew is called keri. And Rabbi Nachman points out that keri is similar to kar, cool, cold, coldness. In that it cools off the person. He was heated up, and then by letting out ejaculation, having the seed come out, he's cooled down. There's no more heat. The heat was to excite him, to get hardened, God forbid, and then God forbid to have an emission. So that's the heat, and it's cooled off of the emission. In this lesson, Rabbi Nachan says something phenomenal, that you have a choice. You have within your reach another option. And that's what he's saying here, Rav no sin. I should merit in your abundant compassion, Hashem, to cool down my being heated up for sexual temptation through the speech of the Holy Tongue. Holy Tongue, he says in this lesson, can counter it. Like the verse reads, King David himself brings down this verse in Psalms. My heart is hot within me. In other words, a heated up of sexual temptation. And as I ponder and think, that's a funny word, there's a burning fire in the thought which is causing the heat in the heart. There's a fire in the thoughts, fire of temptation, and it's causing me to beat it up in my heart, God forbid, and will lead me to sexual sin. So what to do, Rabbi Nachman teaches, Bilishoni, the verse concludes, King David says, what did I do, because I was attacked with this heat? I spoke with my tongue. Bilshoni, my tongue means, my tongue, the holy tongue, the tongue of holiness. He teaches in this lesson, that a person with enough holy tongue, can counter this desire. Shetyeb Ezri, could that please Hashem be in my assistance in my aid? daber Gadol that I should merit to speak all holy words with intense heat of holiness. Gadol with intense heat of holiness. And with tremendous passion of the heart but real, earnest, truthfully. And that should be enough to counter the heat of sexual temptation. In other words, the heat of the holy words being hotter than the sexual temptation can cancel out the lower heat. In other words, there's two heats here. There's the heat of the sexual temptation, and I can swallow it up by having a stronger heat of intensely heated words. That's a phenomenal idea. And he goes on, Rav Nossin, And I should merit to arouse the unbelievable fire, the godly fire, which is rooted within me, which is rooted within me, the holy, unbelievable fire of God, which is rooted in my lower soul, my spirit, and my upper soul. A boer which is constantly burning. Inflamed, like we're, like the, the the flame is going outwards, not just contained. It's a fire that's spreading. to come close to Hashem. He's saying something phenomenal of no sin. You can't say, "Well, I don't have this fire. I don't have it." He's saying it's it's inside of you. It's part of your Jewish makeup. It's part of what we call in Yiddish the pinto It's part of you that you have a fire within you. Just you have to you have to reveal it. You have to un, un unravel it, uncover it. So he's saying, I should be zochet to arouse this fire, which is within me, asok tamid, to the point where I will always be involved, always be involved in the Torah, in Torah study, words of Torah, ubirat in words of fear of heaven, ubitfilot, and in prayers, and supplications, and requests, veshirot, and songs to God, and praises, praises to the Lord, blessed be He. And all of these words shouldn't be cold, they shouldn't be stale, they shouldn't be dead. All these words should be with such hot words coming from the depths of the hearts with holiness and purity with words that are so on fire, like we said, an inferno, a burning fire, that they should be so strong, right? So that it can, again, counter the other fire of the sexual temptation. And all my words should be like coals, like burning fiery coals with tremendous awe and fear, trepidation, great, tremendous trepidation and fear from before you. And as a result, and we should merit to crown you, to crown you as king, to make you king over us, Hashem. On all of our 248 limbs, 365 sinews, but with fear, not fear like of panic, oh my God, oh my God, but fear of the wondrous, awesome greatness of Hashem, Uberad and shaking, trembling, but in a positive sense, beretet vizia, these are all terms which cannot be properly translated in English, the different formats of fear, and like astonishment, and awe of God, ad to the point where I reach, that all the words that come out of my mouth should be in the category of what we've spoken about before they should all be in the category of complete holy tongue complete holy tongue and all this for the purpose of and I should be able to cool off all forbidden heat, all sexual heat when the wrong area, okay, a Jew has a time when he can express his sexual heat and that's when it's a mitzvah to be with his wife, when it's permissible times to have relationships, then it's understood to have access to the heat. It's a mitzvah but other times it's forbidden and God forbid a person can cool off that heat other way, so here we have to counter it with the holy speech but he's saying complete holy tongue which has elevated into it the targum, the good of targum like we spoke about, the good of Aramaic and as a result, all of my heat should be cooled off through the speech the language, the words of the holy tongue Okay, so then he goes on by the Esh Hazot, and through this holy fire, Shel Ashon Kodesh of the holy speech, Ezkel I should merit to burn off, Uleachnia and to subdue, Ulehapil and to bring down, Et Kol all of the bad fire, the negative fire, the wrong fire, Shel Tavairat HaMedura of the burning inferno of the 70 stars. This is a term from the Zohar. What are, who are the 70 stars? He says in the lesson, proving it from the Zohar, that the in burning inferno of the 70 stars is basically the bad fire which causes the heat for sexual immorality. So I should be through the to the holy tongue being activated to burn off any bad heat delivered through the 70 stars, which refers to the evil, the bad heated up lust of the 70 nations, the bad of the 70 nations. Be often to which a point until to the extent batel me many hazot that I will have nullified totally. This evil desire totally, from now and forever. It's phenomenal because what he's saying here is such an amazing advice. A person who suffers lack of self-control so he's drilled in his head, you have to pass the next test, you have to pass the next test, you have to stand up and not repeat the same sin again and again. And here, Rabbi Nachman is taking a different approach. If you try to hit it head on, it'll never work out. Rather, you have to activate a higher level, a higher force, a different gisha, different approach to subdue it. And he says, the approach for this is just to work on Heated up words. A person should develop passionate fire in his words to the extent where it's so burning that it can then be enough to burn off the sexual immorality. It's phenomenal what he's saying here. It's an amazing advice. He's telling you where to invest. If a person, God forbid, is blemished in this area, such a person has to blemish on uh, some, such a person has to, such a person has to work on developing speech, holy speech, and this is how we can counter the other fire. Phenomenal. Play fire with. Fire. Fight fire with fire. Okay? So, he goes on, and should be fulfilled then the verse that says, from the fire they came out. In other words, the evil desire, the heating up of the sexual desire has come from fire. And the fire, in this case, in this context, the fire of the Holy Speech, complete Holy Speech, Tuchlem, will consume it, will eat it up. Rosh Mesibay, this is a verse from King David, Rosh Mesibay, the head of those who surround me, Referring to Targum Aramaic, that's the klipa called the Noga in the Kabbalah, where it's half holy and half impure because it's on the border. It's like the wall separating between purity and impurity, holy and unholy. Okay, good and evil. So Rosh, King David says about that, and the how Rabbi Nachman interprets it in the lesson. Rosh Mesibai, those who surround me first, which is the fir- the first klipa called the Noga, which is half half, Amal the bad in him. Sifatemo of his speech, the bad of the speech because it's basically the area of speech which is the bad of Aramaic Yechaseemo should be finished off and for the other klipot the words are totally evil representing the 70 stars the 70 nations and for them there's no hope the evil in them is totally evil it has to be just eradicated Ye motu gechalim and on them the totally evil forces which are not Aramaic it should befall upon them coals, burning coals to just wipe them out in fire Hashem bring them down to the depths so that they shouldn't rise again and then he says an amazing statement and we'll sign off with this I should merit to reach a level where I'm totally holy in this area, and totally separated from this desire, totally, that I don't feel a need and necessity to have uh, sexual relations, only for, for the sake of doing the mitzvah of having kids, or doing the mitzvah of the Torah's requirement to make one's wife happy, to be with her, okay? And he says, And I should marry to reach a level where I do not need... Necessity to to do this act only for the sake of establishing the world. So you might understand from this so to have relations only if the wife is capable of having kids. Once she reaches a level, an age where she has menopause and no more kids, so then do we, what's the midst of being of the wife? So believe it or not, all the holy sacred writings write that even when a man is with a wife who's pregnant anyways already, or she's already barren, she's ready at the age, she can't have any more kids, every relationship produces souls. In conjunction with the teaching that Avram and Sarah, who were barren, but when they had relations, they produced the souls of the converts that eventually converted. So there's always a concept of producing, whether you produce physical children or spiritual souls, which is the case when a wife is barren, let's say. Okay? So only for the sake of establishment for the world with holiness and purity, in truth, according to your good will. In other words, I'm doing this for the sake, your sake Hashem, for the sake of the Torah, of your will.